Welcome to Milk and Mommy's podcast. This podcast was created simply because I found myself happily pregnant and self-employed and wondering, how was I going to juggle it all? Get comfy as we talk all things motherhood, working for yourself and finding that elusive balance, honestly. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> um, do you mind telling us who you are? What do you do? And like, like who are you? Why are you here? Who oh, my God. <laughs> my name is Eliza Williams, and I am an actor mm-hmm. and a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am currently working on some theatre stuff and some TV stuff. Yeah, just some stuff. And just, you know, doing lots of stuff. Just being awesome and doing stuff. Just Guys, some like. Stuff. What I guess I was gonna say what Eliza isn't telling you, but then I don't know why you would just casually say this. It's just how awesome you are. <laughs> like watching Eliza work is honestly. So I was thinking this the other day, and I forgot to tell you. We were um, we were work, you were working on the script, and it was you and the other actor's name, who's I've completely forgotten. But it was the scene where you guys were talking about a window, um, or looking at the window and the moon, and it just totally drew me in. It was just you and a script another person in a space where we're all rehearsing and and workshopping stuff and I just fully was transported to where you guys were fully involved like just casual just casually casually being awesome so that's Eliza basically actor writer awesomeness (laughs) and now she's here to talk about motherhood and how she's managed to juggle that whilst being a creative and (sighs) all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I like to say that I've just completed level one so my little one's one years of age Woo-hoo! I feel very happy and proud of myself but just like taking us back um, obviously you're a mother of three three yeah Um, with what you know motherhood to be thinking about before it all started mm. is it is motherhood anywhere near what you thought it was gonna be because you may have like you know family or your mom or your aunties or female friends or whoever talk about oh have kids or do this do that like is this anything like what you thought it was going to be i think (laughs) so we're taking it back i know mine mine are uh, considerably older than one so i (laughs) i was quite quick off the mark Mm -hmm. on the old uh like in terms of arriving in adulthood okay finding my feet and then having kids. Yeah. It was, I think I had a slightly more romantic notion. Okay. Of what having children was. And um, what does that So mean? I think I saw, I think I saw a kind of picturesque, all abiding by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> you know, cute um uh and and a kind of like picture perfect yeah picture book fairy tale mm. of what having kids would be was like. going to be like yeah, okay, okay. and i was really uh, i mean and i i don't i don't really i've always i always wanted to have kids okay. so i so i jumping on in there sort of sort of maybe sooner than even I thought I was going to do it. Mm. I I kind of had this lifelong almost ambition. Yeah, okay. To go, oh, I can't wait to be a mummy. Okay. Like, I yeah. really want to be a mummy. I love kids. So, you know, like yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, no, I get so that. So I had that kind of um, 
thing going on, but I don't think I ever really gave the actual, oh, I've got to give birth thing much thought. <laughs> you knew you wanted to be a mum, it was going to happen. And How isn't that here? wild? Because like, I think that's crazy, because I, I just think, how did I... How did I miss that whole bit out in my is, brain? That, but that's how I was often <laughs> spoken to you about. It's like, have kids, have kids, have kids, have kids. Especially, sorry, especially if you come from a space where maybe there's that constant conversation or pressure that's on you. You might have the have kids, have kids, have kids, have kids. And you might know you want to be a mum. But I don't I don't actually know anyone who kind of really stops and thinks about the birthing side of it all. Not yeah, really. Yeah, maybe not. So maybe so, that's, maybe that's like fair. a built-in defence mechanism. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> get here just just have them no but it's it does make happen. sense yeah. so i think for me it look you know i've i i love being a mum yeah i've always really thoroughly enjoyed being a mum mm. i've never at any point thought why did i become a mum and that's <laughs> honest you know that's the yeah. honest truth so I, uh that's not a sort of rose tinted glasses i really felt that yeah. through all of the you know the trials and tribulations i didn't ever think what did i do this for mm. i just thought wow i was a dreamer <laughs> Ooh, you made some dreams for yourself. Wow. No, I love that. Okay, yeah. I love, I love it. Did you have anyone in your family who was quite vocal on have kids? Or like, like you should be doing this? Um, I, my mum came from a big family, mm. talked a lot about her family. Uh, her siblings meant a lot to her, mean a lot to her. And mm. it was kind of, I always had this sort of notion of it being just such a wonderful thing i'm yeah. one of four i'm very close to my siblings yeah. even though we're we're far apart in age we're we've okay. really got a great relationship and i i think for me it all felt like just a super positive thing yeah um i definitely thought oh i'm, <laughs> I'm laughing at my younger self <laughs> i definitely thought I should give her more respect because she, <laughs> she really owned it. She did it. She went in, I'm doing this. She did yeah, it. Yeah, she absolutely did it. And here you are now. So she, so she <laughs> me, um, was like, oh, yeah, I'd really love to have a baby. Yeah, okay. Um, unfortunately enough, I was with someone who also really was really up for having a baby. Amazing. I mean, this was, this was convenient. Boom. And, um, and I thought, oh, I'll have this baby now. Mm-hmm. Um I was 25, so mm. it didn't even occur to me this could be difficult or this could be hard. Mm. It took me a while to really fully appreciate that, okay. actually, because I think how fortunate I was that I went, I would like to have a baby, and I had one. I don't, for one second, ever not feel gratitude and, mm. and, and thankful for that. Um, and I, and so I, I had my first child when I was 25, mm. and he, you know, he came along, and I was like, right, well, then... I think I'll have other babies, but like when I'm way older. Okay. I was convinced that that was absolutely yeah. what I'd do, right? Mm-hmm. And but then life. Then I was like, <laughs> oh, I was in like this. I was in this. Uh, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't an NCT group, but it was like. Uh, it was like a budget version, you know. Like okay. I didn't have any money. I couldn't join those kind of things, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go to this group that's been set up by a health visitor, and. Um, I remember a lot of the mums had were actually part of an NCT group, but I was kind of like, "Do you just want to come to my house like every other week? Like, do you want to just? Should we just all meet up anyway?" Nice. <laughs> because I was thinking, I'm still getting all these people who yeah. are like having babies, and I did initially think, you know, I've got loads of mates. I don't need loads of people who have had babies around me necessarily. Yeah. Learned that, of course, I did. Yeah. It was really, really beneficial. Yeah. 
But a lot of them were um, pushing on having babies quite close together. And I was just like, oh, right. Well, mm. maybe that's a good idea. Mm. Like, so that, and again, very fortunately, that's, you know, I did. I, I had them quite yeah. quickly, you know, after each other. Yeah. So I had my first child uh, and then sort of 22 months later I had okay. my daughter and yeah. then my third child came along like 19 months after that wow. and bam, bam, bam. I was like bam 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 <laughs> oh wait <laughs> me oh god <laughs> god that was so fun oh no they're here forever <laughs> Forever, never, 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 never. No, yeah, what I, you know, what, what I like about what you shared is realizing, though, realizing that, oh wait, I actually do need to have a network of mums around me yeah. or support around me. That's amazing how instinctively that kind of came to you, and yeah. you knew that it needed to be created. And because with me sitting in this space, it's so important. I didn't think I needed that at all. Mm. I was very much, you know what? No, I've already got my friends. I don't need to make any more new friends. It's yeah. fine. If we have kids, we have kids, and we can just figure that yeah. out. But the conversations that I, I have with my friends who are mums, or even the new ones that I've met along this journey, mm. is so valuable and instrumental and very different to what I would have with my friends who don't have kids. Yeah. Um. So it's really important having that network and that bubble around you, for yeah. sure. So that's really yeah. cool that that just came to you to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm really, I, yeah, I, I do, th- yeah, I think you're right about that. I think mm. it's instinct, isn't it? You yeah. go, oh, oh, I, 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 and I, I didn't, I don't know, I really, I didn't really know, so like I didn't go to like prep classes or anything. Yeah. I was really, I was really like a bit, I don't know, I don't know if I was, maybe it was a bit of naivety, but I think, I think sometimes ignorance is a bit of bliss, isn't yeah. it? And I sort of just, I kind of just went, oh, it's fine. Like people have had babies forever. Like why Which can't I just true. have a baby? So I'll just, right. um, but I did, you know, to have that, um, yeah, bunch of people around you. Mm. Um going through similar things, feeling the yeah. same. I think it's the feeling. Yeah. The feelings that you want to chat about, how you're feeling about stuff and and practically, like how you juggle stuff. Like it's to share tips on that was that was great. <laughs> that was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um what were I know you said you were twenty five at the time. What were you doing at that time, work wise? So I had graduated from drama school. Yeah. And I had been just like a jobbing actor. And um, not tons of stuff was coming my way. I think probably things were hotting up, actually. Well, look, I'm going to say it probably was hotting up. Mm. Because who's to question that it wasn't? (laughs) Yeah, it definitely (laughs) was. Some really big things. And that's just what it was. But, um, you know, I, I... I think I came out of drama school. Do you know I think I came out of drama school and I felt really scared. Oh, yeah. I felt quite scared. I, I felt like I didn't feel hugely prepared. Okay. For, like... Well, I didn't feel hugely prepared to put myself out there. Mm. And, you know, you know, I say that thing, don't they? No one's going to come knocking at your door and be yeah. like, hey, excuse me, Eliza, would you like to come audition for a TV show? You know, it just, it just doesn't happen yeah. at all, ever. And I... I think perhaps I wasn't fully mentally prepared for um, leaving drama Life school. After, yeah. uh, and that, you know, I take responsibility for that, you know. Uh, but I, I left and I 
and I went out and I worked mm. and I mean God I did everything I did supply taught I did care work I yeah. did everything you know it's like in between to, I did loads yeah. of things um, and I'd have the odd singing gig and I'd just I'd just be doing as much as I could yeah. um, but I wasn't hugely established in my career mm. I w- sort of wasn't established in any work life it was like I was working in a way that was so ad hoc mm. um, that when when I did actually have my first child, I think I was probably in a relatively, well, I suppose it's always a unique situation, particularly when you're self-employed. Mm, yes, that's that very you go, true. Well, there's times when I haven't got much work anyway, so yeah. maybe this is fine. Mm. But you don't get that kind of structure that, you know, when people take maternity leave and it's yeah, all sort of yeah. official and then you're going back at this point, you're going yeah, back. I, that's that a, to that's me was myth. really alien. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't know if I, I didn't know if sometimes I envied that. Um, maybe, maybe, hmm. maybe I, I, I didn't necessarily want that, but I kind of would think, oh gosh, mm. like that's interesting. So, oh, now I, now I'm going to look after this baby yeah, and I'm going to call when I right. can take a job or I yeah. can't take a job and yeah. that. That's a wonderful feeling to have that control, mm. but it's also really daunting. Yeah. I think at the start, I don't even know what I, for me, what I even really thought. I had my little one. I think I my first job after, um, baby arrived was maybe, maybe two weeks, two and a bit weeks later, and I don't even think I'd really process what that was because when I look back at that time I was like great you were half asleep the whole time I remember I had a zoom call one time and I said to them oh guys I just put the baby down whatever else but I was like wait am I falling asleep in the zoom call I was falling asleep a lot and it was a video it was a, the video was on yeah so we're all in, engaged in dialogue and right. I'm I and I felt myself nodding off and yeah. I felt myself fighting really hard to speak so I'm like, Rach, you're definitely slurring your words I don't know if you're making sense right now but I was powering through and I was thinking, I wonder what they were thinking, watching me literally yeah. half asleep whilst trying to have a conversation. So, um, Or if they yeah. even noticed, actually. Right. I pray to God they didn't. They might but not I even pray- have noticed. I think like- they may have done. <laughs> it's really bad. I was like, I can't believe I just did that. I'm going to get paid for that. I did get paid for that. But I was like, that's insane. So, yeah, it is a, it's a strange space where you don't have things, that kind of structure, as you said, like maternity leave yeah. or whatever else. So you have to just work through if that's what you choose to do or just navigate that whole thing in the best way that you can. Yeah. So it's that, yeah, weird. Yeah, it is. Amazing, but also really yeah. weird. Yeah, it's, uh, I remember, I remember having my first baby and mm. we got home and that first day that mm. my husband went back to work and. Of course. And I remember just sitting there in our flat and looking in the Moses basket thing. Yeah. And just going, Oh, like I saw this sort of ripple effect. I felt so happy, but also overwhelmed mm-hmm. by this sort of, you know, oh, you've made people aunties and uncles and grandparents and cousins. And I suddenly saw how this tiny little thing yeah. had been sort of hurled into my world and and the impact mm. that that had like on... I guess me and yeah, everyone around me. Yeah. Um, I remember feeling that really, I can feel that right now. Like, you know, wow. you can actually, I can feel it right now, that feeling. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. vivid to me. And I can see his little face and I can uh, feel myself uh, thinking that exact thought. Oh my um, and he's 19 now. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, 
He's he's a man now. He's a man. He's a man now. But he's again, you you can just be transported right back to it's, that moment of just like because I don't think it ever. That's the thing. I mean, yes, my kids are nineteen, seventeen, and fifteen. Yeah. But, but you you know, I I respect them as young adults, and you know they're brilliant young adults. So mm. I I completely, I don't like to think I'd baby them at all. I think they've got a lot of independence, and we have a great relationship. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. But I still look at that those faces and yeah. go, you that in there that is my baby. And I guess yeah. that's the thing about motherhood; you n- never ever leaves you. And I, I guess it suddenly makes sense as to why you know my mum will be like, you know, yeah, she needs some milk, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm alright because I go to the shops woman. and stuff. And but then of course there's the days and you go, yeah, actually I do really there's need one. some milk. Yes, yeah, please. Actually, <laughs> I would like you to bring some milk around for that cup of tea. It is crazy. Like the word I I'm still <clears throat> using is surreal. It's just incredible how many surreal moments just yeah. pop up and you're just, at such oh. a beautiful time because it's crazy. it's so it's so wild. That first year is so insane. Mm-hmm. There's so many firsts mm. and it flies like those those first few days of feeling like you're moving through some kind of weird yeah. alternative universe for a yeah, while, like yeah. some sort of otherworldly state, yeah. and then. It goes from slow mo into yeah. literally. Uh, I always say I I I was um I used to complain throughout my pregnancy just at the length of it all, understanding that <laughs> every single day is necessary for <clears throat> yeah the bun to be cooked in said oven. Absolutely, it's necessary. Yeah. I'm not the most patient person. I'm having to learn patience. I'm always having to learn about patience. <laughs> to be fair, but I felt every single day like every yeah. day. Oh my god, yeah. it was. I loved. I loved my pregnancy to be honest with you, but I I felt it. But now that baby's here, it's like it can't be going any faster. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, can it slow down? Or there are definitely moments that I really want to relive, which is crazy because like she just got here. Like it's only year one, but my honor, yeah. I just really want to go back there so I can pay even more attention to X, Y, and Z. So yeah. surreal is the word that I I find that I use all the time when I'm trying to just describe yeah. this whole journey and how it's yeah. been and all that kind of stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, Did you know you always wanted to be a mum? I think you said you did, right? Yeah, I, I did. I, I did always. I always wanted to be an actor mm. and I always wanted to be a mum. And I used to dream of kind of reading scripts and maybe writing a bit, but I don't know if that was really in my head when I was a kid. But okay. I used to imagine, like as a, even like as a young teen, like I remember, oh, thinking, I'd love to be sitting in a kitchen mm. with my kids around me reading a script. That's like it's, amazing. It's, and I, That's so it's, specific it's, and it's so It's so weird. specific. And yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah, I suppose it's a, I don't really, I don't know why I had such this sort of just burning yeah. desire. Um, but it was there. And That's it's not, awesome. it's not the coolest thing to talk about when you're in your teens. Like, so I used to, I remember sort okay. of being like, you know, kind of like, yeah, I could take it or leave it. Like, mm. you know, like it, it was, it was quite a burning desire for me. That's so incredible. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that necessarily, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't quite know where that came from other than maybe just that I really I obviously had a very you know, I had a me. fortunate sort of I was very well loved and mm. cared for as a child and I, I think I don't know maybe wanted to replicate that family bubble a bit yeah. for myself yeah, I mean yeah, I yeah. think don't get me wrong I think there's a sort of um there's some sort of 
there's a bit of a selfish desire in that as mm. well, like a a kind of, you know, I, I came out of drama school. I found it a bit, I found it harder than I thought it, I was okay. going to find it. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think I took real kind of like it became like I was in this little, you know, secret world where I just mm. well I'm sorry I've got to look after my baby mm. you know it kind of <laughs> sort of protected me yeah. I felt like somehow I built a bit of a little fortress around myself okay. and then my little children because and it brought me perhaps that sort of brought me a, a security and a comfort okay that I think um I actually think in retrospect looking and looking back now mm. um I think there was an element of that mm. in that for me, mm. um, which, yeah, I, I don't know how common that is, if, if at all, yeah. but, you know, I don't know, I need to speak to my therapist about that. But oh, <laughs> we'll find out. That's a whole other, that's a, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Oh my God. But um, it is interesting, because I do, I think, it's, I think as well, it's quite, it's great to talk about it's always great to talk about these things mm. like particularly when you've had a bit of time for things to really digest and for you to yeah. look back on how you felt about things i think i'm more honest now about how i felt when i had children than okay. i was when i was in the thick of having little children yeah it, um why is that did you feel like you could be as honest or was yeah, it yeah uh, maybe i didn't quite know in myself maybe fair. i just know myself better now yeah yeah um yeah. you know because i'm considerably older and i've lived longer and yeah I, just that you know just literally the sheer life experience of yeah, it that yeah, I go yeah. back and I can kind of assess a little bit more of what was going on with me then yeah but but also I don't know I think I think I think just generally is we're, we're sort of I do think we're a little bit conditioned to have to say mm. this is great it's great everybody <laughs> should do it I'm really and, and because you are <laughs> thankful this is a thing you're not that not too. thankful yeah um, I think when it's hard, it's getting it's getting increasingly easier for everyone to mm. talk about that now. But I do actually think perhaps you know we're talking about nearly twenty years ago, yeah. And it it wasn't actually people weren't actually talking about everything in of as many not. open terms like right back then. You know, exactly. and it's, it's weird because yeah. I'm I'm saying back then, but it's true. You yeah. know, thank God we are yeah, like yeah. chatting more. But it's true. I guess yeah. you wouldn't talk about how you were really feeling, you roll your sleeves up, you get on with it, you mm. get it done. I know nowadays we talk about mental health all the time, but yeah. it wasn't something that was discussed really. You didn't no, really talk about that kind no. of stuff, not really. And, and so, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think I thought it was acceptable to sort of say, <laughs> you know, even if I sort of clocked it somewhere deep in my heart, I'd be like, mm. maybe you guys are just here to sort of buffer, buffer, bolster me. I do mm. feel a little bit like, you know, I mean, having having my kids has made me a far better person. Like, way that's amazing to say. Superior and being that I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, because because they're looking at me all the time, yeah. and I want them to think that 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 you know I'm doing the right thing, mm. or that I'm working really hard, yeah. or that I'm. So it kind of, I realised that those that lies on me suddenly went from me going, it's all right, guys, this is so nice. Look at you, you're so cute. Yeah. And God, they were so cute. <laughs> but like to just 
then be they're like, holding you accountable Whoa, for stuff hold on or... a second i really got to get my stuff together here yeah. and i need to know exactly what i'm doing i've got yeah. to stop feeling scared about that and i've got to own this and i've got to own that and they made me do that yeah so it was kind of that's like, incredible it and i really mean that and they yeah. sort of continue to do that for me actually mm. um so i i you know yes of course i'm a separate entity from my children as much as any mother ever is right, like then. but it's it's uh yeah it's definitely i feel like it the whole motherhood thing was a bit collaborative yeah. <laughs> with them. That's a nice way to hear it <laughs> described, actually. I don't think <clears throat> I've ever heard it described as that. But with what you've just said as the example, of course it makes per- it makes perfect sense. Like, they're they're looking at you to, to teach them, to show them, to lead them and guide them through stuff. Mm-hmm. We learn an, a heck of a lot from our parents' actions, what they do and don't do, what they say and they don't say. Mm-hmm. Because we hear the words that they don't, that they don't communicate and think we're not picking up on. Yeah. We do. Yeah. So, um... They are looking, we are looking to our parents in a certain way. And if your parent is open enough, intuitive enough, etc., to kind of really receive that, then they understand what they need to be feeding into you. And I see how it becomes collaborative. I'd never thought to frame it that way. I'd never thought to um, describe it that way at all. So that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, but I, and I guess that's come from the age my kids are at now. Yeah. Like, because that's, we can have two-way conversations. Yeah, yeah. And, I get you it. Know, it's, it's yeah. that probably has just occurred to me actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I uh, my, my my background, my um my background uh, oh my gosh, English. Struggling. I'm about to say my background is Ghanaian and that it makes it worse. Can't speak English. Jesus. That's my background. But like typically you wouldn't th- this is a conversation that I think I'm even gonna pick up and speak to my mum about, but I wonder if she ever saw it that way because culturally it's not it's not really like that. Um mum and dad the, the family's created mum looks after the kids you do x y and z you don't really talk back to or you're raised not to speak back to your parents so much mm. or um <clears throat> you understand what the status quo is it's not even a status quo it just is and you get on with certain things so i wonder if she ever had moments where she would think about things in this way i almost feel not because my mum is very much someone who's on the go all the time mm. has zero filter is unbelievably rude <laughs> and ridiculous like absolutely <laughs> wonderful but i wonder if she ever had these moments where it's the reality or the the surrealness of having kids or what that responsibility is like or if it was the case of she's doing what she's supposed to do that the kids are here the family's there okay let me run the home let me look after my marriage let me look after this i just wonder how she i wondered if she ever had these moments of even if it's just little quiet moments of realizations or stuff i almost feel like probably not because it doesn't with however my mom talks about stuff it never seemed like there was time not really. Yeah, um, yeah. So that is, this has just really struck a chord with me. Maybe, this whole yeah. I think thing. we, oh. I, I think that, and I, I do think, yeah, motherhood sparks that conversation with your own mother mm. about a lot of things. Yeah. Definitely. I definitely have had more conversations with my mum. Yeah. Even in recent years, you mm. know, like to, about how she felt about certain things yeah. and, um, and, and how that sort of shaped where she was at in her life yeah. in that moment. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, Cyril, it's, it's funny. So like, the only conversation my mum is having me right now is, when is the next one coming? I'm like, <laughs> mum, my mum, my mum, no even bothered. Oh, when my kid hits six months, when, when are you going, when are you going again? She's six months now, why are you not trying again? I'm like, can I just like breathe? Like I'm just about getting back into the regularity of having sex or being able to sleep or yeah. being able to do this. Now I'm meant to yeah. be getting the, the next one yeah. on the way. She's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. But I mean, 
Yeah. But then that's my mom. That's once hilarious. I think I think once I finished uni, she was like, okay, when you get married, having kids. That's my my mom has been like grandchildren. Let's go, let's okay, go. Okay. And she's a mom of five kids, and my daughter makes grandchild number two so she's mm-hmm. obviously failed at life and it's like i can't believe i really got grand two grandkids and that's really oh funny. my gosh oh my gosh yeah. oh my gosh and it's like woman do you know what we're going through right now yeah. so it's it's again crazy because when my mom was my age i think she would have had all five kids by now wow. and i'm oh, like it's a lot of kids a lot of kids go i don't even know how you i don't know how you juggled that i don't even know how your body did all of those things yeah. so it's like when I, when I have those moments with those comparisons, I'm like, A, this is insanity, or B, women are <laughs> phenomenal to yeah. be able to do these things and still get up and yeah. go forth and prosper. And yeah. it's like, baby number two already? She's just hit, what what, where is she, what space is she living in? Or what, what? Yeah. Anyway, I can go on about my mom for ages. Yeah, it's, it's, <sighs> it's really funny and how that kind of touches us in a way that no one else touches us. Mm. Like when your mum says something to you, it doesn't matter how old you are, yeah. you're, you're kind of like you're either, you're either triggered or you're, you're yes. sparked for a fight or you're it's something that is like oh my goodness it's like no other relationship is it like i mean mm. mm-hmm. you know whether you have a, a relationship with your mother or yeah. you do not like yeah. there's plenty of people that that no, don't, don't or they have all different uh types of relationship yeah. of course yep yep, yep. And, and with people who just acted as a mother to them or guided them there's still yeah. these things because they are they have been so they they They've been so uh, influential in your life. Mm, that's the word. I whatever think. they did, whatever they didn't do, does shape us. And then, like you know, we can't help but be ever so slightly like, sort of wanting to hear what they have to say, and and then being angry if it's not what we want to hear. <laughs> that's true. Very true. <laughs> and also thinking, stop putting it on me. Stop putting it on me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what was your journey through motherhood like? Do you remember, oh, sorry, rather maybe, um, maybe <clears throat> journey through your pregnancy into motherhood perhaps, like things like your symptoms, your issues, or what yeah. was particularly difficult so, or not? So I, my first pregnancy, I had been at a point of my life where I was really, really um, in the gym a lot, very, very uh, sort of body image aware. Probably to the point where it probably wasn't particularly healthy. Mm, okay. If I'm, you know, again, like reflecting on who I was in my 20s. And, oh boy, when I got pregnant um, with my first child, I got huge. Now, I think it's just that I do big pregnancies. But also, I was like, I probably should eat everything, yeah? Okay. Should I just eat everything? I probably will just eat everything. <laughs> and I went can. into this crazy space of just going, woohoo. I had a really, I actually, I felt a bit sick at the beginning. But really? only a little bit. And then I was just like, I can get through this as long as I have a lot of sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> like, I just convinced myself <laughs> that it was all going to drop off right as well because that was a big thing for me. The whole okay. the whole getting bigger thing was a big thing for me. Mm. I actually had quite a nice time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I I didn't struggle tremendously. Yeah. Um I was very lucky, I think. Um uh so my so my resounding thought about it is this sort of I just remember going, 
oh mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna really enjoy everything i'm gonna enjoy every minute but i'm really impatient as well yeah, there we go. so i had this book and every day i'd be like where are we at now where are we at now oh it's only going in weeks yeah i want it to go yeah, in days yeah, yeah. Yeah, can yeah. it not go in half days <laughs> like what's happened now a toenail has grown a toenail has grown you know okay. like i was oh, really goodness. invested <laughs> um but i i you know I did. I signed with a pregnancy agency. Oh, did I signed you? With a pregnancy agency. Oh, how sick. Yeah. Okay. So I did a little tiny bit of pregnancy work, but because oh, this I didn't even awful, know that right? existed. Yeah. So I don't know if it still exists. I'm not mentioning any names. Right? Okay. So okay. I. Yeah. <laughs> we want the tea. Okay. So I. I forgot. This is really gold. So <laughs> I remember. Um, so my headshot was of me. Before I'd had a ba- like a baby growing inside. Okay, got it. So the expectation, well, one would maybe imagine that you'd expect someone's face to have slightly altered, what with making a whole human. Yes, that's fair. Fair expectation. Totally girl. fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> but I had this uh, <laughs> this headshot yeah. that 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 when I went in, I'd sent it all ahead yeah. and the person in question was like, yeah, come in, we want to meet you. Great. Like, we'd like you to do a little bit of this, maybe great, a little bit great. of modeling work, a little bit of this. And I was like, oh my God, Amazing. this is great. This is opening up avenues I never even knew that anyone would ever consider fantastic, before. Fantastic, And um, <laughs> off I went to meet this person. It was quite far away. I remember it was a bit of a schlep. Okay. Um, and I got there, it was a really hot day. Got it. Pregnant, hot day. Pregnant, yep. hot day. Uh-huh. I got there and I swear to God, she looked me up and down and went, you don't look anything like your picture anymore, darling. And I was just like, no, that's because I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I was proper shocked. Like, you know, when you go, oh, no, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, you're being mean to me. This yeah. is awful. Like, How I'm I'm, I'm going to come for you or I'm going to cry. Mm. Either way, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I was so shocked because I was in such a sort of little happy place. Like, she really burst my bubble. Of course. How dare you? And I was, I mean, what an outrageous thing to do and yeah, say. Yeah, it is. Like, like really. God, she, that's mad. Like, honestly, I mean... She's lucky old me didn't go back and lamp her. But, um, so I wouldn't lamp anyone, of course. But, you know, <laughs> metaphorically. That's what I may have um, been but, yeah, so I, so I, I, I sat there the whole time thinking, oh, my God. So I did get put up with some stuff and I did get the odd bit and bob. But, yeah. like, it was she, because she wasn't really on my side. I didn't feel like she was on my side at all. It was really difficult. And yeah. I remember when I was sat there, she was having a conversation with a client she's like sorry can I just take this and I was like yeah of course go ahead like thinking I need some thinking time do I leave (laughs) and she she um she takes this call and she's on the phone and she's like okay so um because she also represented babies okay Love it. <laughs> Cruella de Vil representing babies. Babies and pregnant women and so she's like kind. hey hi sorry hey Claire um uh do you um Quick question, does Lola, Lola's got the gig, but does Lola, like Lola's like a baby, does Lola, does Lola eat banana, yeah? Like stupid question, but does she, and I could hear the mum on the other end of the phone go, oh gosh, no, she doesn't actually. And this, this agent went, what baby doesn't eat bananas? she's like well my baby my baby just doesn't like them I know like I thought babies were meant to like bananas but I mashed them up and no she just doesn't like them 
Yes, Amy doesn't care. And she hung up on her. And I was like, this is wild. I mean, I knew that this was also ridiculously funny because mm. it was so awful. Mm-hmm. So I had so there was some comedy value in this. Of course, because the I was like, who's representing this is crazy. And mums. You are the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> Managing <laughs> new life. And you are taking on and these bubbles. very fragile people <laughs> with the most beautiful thing they've yeah. ever seen. Querying their taste buds. How dare um, they? For this and job. it was it was wild, yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So yeah, so um after all of that nonsense <laughs> and fun and games, you know, I I had I, I had um but medically I was alright. After I after I had um my first baby, yeah. my placenta didn't come out by itself. Oh. Yeah. Um it's I think it's called placenta previa. Is it called placenta previa when it hangs on? I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. I can do a quick Google. It, yeah, Google it. It's, it stays. It stays. It decides. It likes it so much because it's meant to kind of, it's meant to be like, um, you know, like a stamp around the edge. It's all perforated yeah. and it just tears away very easily. This is a bit gross. It's suddenly taken a no, turn. No, it's but it, it came. It came. So, you know, the actual birth. I think it probably took about a day my first baby might have been like yeah maybe a day and a bit but um i he was pretty much on time not tremendously over maybe a day or two Mm -hmm. and then the whole placenta thing happened placenta previa a condition in which the placenta partially or wholly blocks the neck of the uterus oh no it's not that then that's not it no it wasn't in the way it was just stuck yeah I just said the word privy. I think I've just said a word. But it was the that right is wrong. Word. So, Ooh, so it sticks and it stays. Um, it's like you retain it. Placenta retention. <laughs> placenta retention. It might, it might just be that. Placenta retentiosis. Um, <laughs> but it was obviously the way my body worked because then my second pregnancy. Um, oh boy, was I sick. My little oh, girl yeah? made me very sick. Okay. So I have boy, girl, boy. Uh, Which boys, is a nice little combo. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. It's working out a Do treat. You know what? Placenta. I can't pronounce this. Placenta. Acreta. Oh my gosh, my English is bad today. Jesus. I think Christ. this is just not. I think this is just medical terminology that is. It is placenta only. Acreta occurs by when the placenta <laughs> grows into the uterine wall during pregnancy. In saying that. Placenta sticks or stays did pop up. Yes. So I'm going to stay with placenta retained. Yeah. Right, retained placenta. Retainiamus. And, and and so that <laughs> happened three times. That happened three times. Wow. Yes. What are the odds of that? I don't know. I felt a bit cheated. Well, Someone did it. say to me, oh, you know, if that happens to you once. So you have to have surgery to have it removed if it's there for an hour. And with my first child, they got it out like at 55 minutes. Wow, I didn't Without know having to have surgery. That. Sorry, it was you know particularly pleasant. No, but, I didn't know. know that. I had um, an injection. Yes, I did too. Um, and to me, I had the injection and I saw the midwife sort of like, have a little tug, test, mm-hmm. test, and then, oh, it came out. I don't even think I felt it coming out. My As partner, it be. right, Max was like, no, Rach, she was yanking that out of you. I was like, really? Mm. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, shit. Did they didn't feel that, that didn't way? Happen. Didn't yeah, in my brain. Yeah, yeah. crazy. It okay. is crazy. It's really fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. I like, uh, and so that happened, and then um, it happened again. My second one. Yeah, and it was like I don't know. They got it out within the hour again, but with my third kid, um, I had a midwife who said this never happens on my watch. Oh, oh no, I'm gonna massage 
your belly. Thank you. Afterwards, and this 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 thing is going to come out whole. Don't you worry. Okay. And I was like, thank you great. very much. Thank you because, you know, I had this when I was when I was having my third child. I felt really scared because I thought, even though I was like really well versed in what I had to do, and obviously mm. I'd enjoyed being a mother. I'd had these children very close together, so you know, I would have been crazy if I hadn't been enjoying it. And I pushed on, <laughs> uh, you know. But I, and I, I just was like. I'm actually a bit nervous because I what if I've ten, like what if I pushed my luck like I've had two healthy children and no huge complications what if this time everything goes terribly wrong like I had this sudden awful I don't know just real fear um that something was going to go wrong so I started to get a little bit uptight so that that midwife saying that to me it was mm. really actually really comforting because right? I was like oh great because everyone was like oh you're an old hand at this and I was like well you know, I actually suddenly feel a little bit weirdly nervous about this one. Mm. Um, but it didn't all come out. And at my 10-day check, they were like, you're a bit ill, aren't you? And I was like, yes, I am. Wow. And, you you know, I had a, what, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. So they were like, I'd kind of pushed on. Of course, yeah, And I would, right? took him to the 10-day check. It wasn't even like they came to me at that point. Yeah. Uh, which, again, I didn't really mind. I was all right, I thought. I just felt a bit... I think my sister says that there was a time when I just went, well, maybe that's just what I've done to myself. Like, Maybe this is just what it's like. If you have three babies, maybe this is what happens. You break yourself ever so slightly and this is it. You know, I sort of had, I sort of made up some kind of, oh, this is just how it should be. I'm going to have to suck it up thing, which was weird. I don't know why I was, I, I was thinking like that. It turns out, yeah, no, I, I had a bit, a bit left over in there. Pleasant, huh? So I had to be treated for that. Um, it all came out eventually, but wow. I mean, it was gross. It but was it still, was horrible. Yeah, really, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, we won't go into that. <laughs> but but, but the, I mean, there's yeah. a grossness to. Of well, course, I mean, is it gross? It's your body, it, it, isn't it? It's your body. It is. it's, yeah. it's doing a phenomenal thing. I think your body's allowed to be a bit gross because it's doing something so mind-boggling, isn't it? What actually is happening in that yeah. nine months? I think. Um, I just gained and I learned, I learned so much about my body mm. and I just developed this newfound respect for what my body was able to do, what other women's bodies were doing, what my mom has done. When I think about yeah. my mom sometimes, I'm like, wow, we really disrespect moms. That moms are phenomenal creatures. Anyone who chooses to have a kid and is able to carry a, a child, it, what we, this is, it's insane. And, and then I, I entered into this space, which I often do. I'm not gonna lie when it comes to women sometimes. like. I can't believe we are treated the way that we are. Sorry, all right, mini tangent or mini rant. Just in in the I guess in the sense of whenever people kind of get into spaces of talking about equality or women's rights or this 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 whatever else, I just think when we just strip it back, just the, the mutual respect that we should have. I think mm -hmm. um, I can't I can't believe and I don't understand how it's missing or is lacking in certain situations whenever it pops up and you find yourself disrespected in a certain way or the fact that you're a woman is used in a negative against you. To me, it blows my mind. Mm. It's like, do you not understand what it is that we do or what we're capable of doing yeah. if this is what we choose to do? Yeah. Like, how, how, how could you speak to us in the, way, in the ways that you do or treat yeah. us in the ways that you do or think that we're less than? That to me is insanity yeah. because... It's kind of wild. It's, it's, it's mad. I know yeah. that there, is, there are certain spaces or certain cultures where... You, women are held differently or revered in a certain way. I'm, I'm not saying that we need to be 
I mean, please put us in all the pedestals and give us all the stuff. I'm That's great. I'm, I'm very, very comfortable with Throne. that. I am. I'm just saying this to be buzzy polite, to be honest with you. Because, yo, we're the shit. What the fuck? Don't hold back. Yo. But it's just like, I just, it blows my mind. And when I think about stuff that I may have said to my mum or how I've spoken to her or whatever, I was like, how could I ever? Sorry. As much as I had that light bulb moment of like, my mum yeah. is phenomenal. I'm very sure I said something that pissed her off not too long oh. after I had that brainwave, for sure. Yeah. But it, it's just, I can't believe that we're able to do these things and we're still held in, in a less than favorable light. Ever. Or yeah, I know. Just it, in a, ugh, it's, anyway. It's, it, I no, I, I know what you're saying. I it's a ramble. kind of, it's like, but but it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Yeah, that's rage rambling. A very, very uh empowering thing mm. to be able to um you know have have that happen mm. to your body mm-hmm. um whatever the end result of that mm. is for our for for us to be able to do that um and you know, it's it's a it is a gift. Like it's it's a special power. Um and I think anyone who of course people don't have to use that special power. Yeah, and some people true, are desperate to. to use that special yeah. power and it's it's difficult and I I'm I'm so hyper aware of that now. Yeah. And correctly so. Um uh and I and I think, you know, it should not be taken for granted. Yeah, that too. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. This should not be taken for granted. Like, you know, mm. um, because it's kind of incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It really, really, really is. Yeah. And I I just learnt a heck of a lot. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely that little nerd who will do all the research and, like, I want to know all the stuff. I know there's um some, like, my... um. I think I recall my partner's mum, she was saying that, you know what, to some, to one extent, she thinks there's just too much information out there now. Or you, because you can kind of fall down uh, rabbit holes, right? And yeah. keep digging and keep digging. You can scare and yourself. There's yeah, a lot that you could read that could scare you. Yeah. yeah, but I really am. I prefer having the too much than not. So I was like, no, but it's great. It's probably quite sensible. Because then I just know I can know all this stuff and I can, I know what my rights are, my access and all that kinds of stuff. Um, I use hypnobirthing a lot um, during my pregnancy just oh. to understand birth options, choices, what to do and understand how much how much power you have in the situation. Yeah. Um, by all means, pay attention to what your um, health professional is telling you and make choices with them or whatever that's, that's whatever suits you in your pregnancy, do that. Mm. But it was great to know that I can actually ask questions and push back because mm. I don't know what you're like when it comes to um, medical professionals sometimes I think what they say I like you take what they say as gospel because they're in this position of authority I, I pre this I don't think I really thought about asking questions or pushing back if I needed to but in yeah. this space I did um, so hypnobirthing was great at just encouraging me to do my own research but then also being able to teach me things that I didn't know or I wasn't aware of um, for you uh, when you were having yours were you was it easy to have access to birthing choices, options, things that you could or couldn't do? Um, or was it very much the case of pay attention to what your midwife has said or your obstetrician and that's kind of it? Yeah, I think so. An interesting, you've just sparked something mm. actually in my memory there. But um, I, 
I heard, I went and saw a friend yeah. who had had a baby at three weeks ahead of my first child. So okay. like she just had this baby. And I remember going to see her and she was doing that kind of, uh, you know, sisterhood thing where mm. she was like, this is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all going to be good. And it was all getting very real. And look at this little baby. Mm. And I looked at her pictures and she had a cannula in the back of her hand. Mm. And I remember, because I have real, I'm a real, um, I have a bit of a phobia about okay. that whole business, right? Mm. Um, and I, I remember seeing it and going, what? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having anything. I'm not having anything because I just, I decided that my pain threshold was high enough and that I can do everything on gas and air because I don't want to have anything extra. Okay. Not because... I was against it because I was scared of the other stuff, right? Okay. All right. So it wasn't it wasn't like it's no judgment. Anyone can have whatever they like. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, oh you can't, don't you can't do that. <laughs> no, I don't want to know about that. That yeah. sounds awful. I don't want any of those things. Um so when I saw that cannula back, I was like, oh, what was that? You said that you just did gas and air. Well, why 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 you've got that? <laughs> and she was like, Oh, because I had strip B. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is that? And she was like, oh, it's part of a trial. I think it's far more common, commonly talked about now. Yeah. But at the time, this was a new idea. And actually, the uh, strep B, the reason why it wasn't really tested um, as regularly mm. um, and why it was a hard thing to do was, I'm obviously, again, I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. but um, the, the, the notion is that, that we all could potentially have strep B living within our yeah. system yep, yep, at yep. any given time, but it isn't all the time. Mm. So it could be that, it, but then it became proven that if um, you had strep B and you um, your baby was going through the birth canal and those two things collided, yeah. it could have a really serious adverse effect yeah. on your baby's health and or its, its survival rates. Mm. So <clears throat> I heard about this at the time, again, that's all medical check this but um and i was like i think i better get checked for that mm. because that scared me and um i did get checked for it and it wasn't regularly checked for so i did go to my gp and say excuse me knock 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 mr gp i've heard about this a friend has told me about this i've researched it a little bit so i suppose i did get my little kind of act together just beforehand and i was like i don't like having to have anything like this but I'm going to be tested for it because I guess that's me yeah. now nervous for my baby, there go. my unborn child. And that, of course, that tends to override everything. Mm. Um, and I I went to the doctors and they went, yeah, you've got loads of strep B. You should definitely have antibiotics all throughout your pregnancy. Like not throughout your pregnancy, throughout well, your birth. So I was on a drip um, okay. throughout each um birth yeah, because yeah, of yeah, that yeah, yeah. and for that i guess i you know i'm very grateful yeah. that i found that out because that could have had a terrible yeah, um, yeah, outcome yeah, um for me and my well really for my unborn Little children ones, yeah. you know that could have had a terrible effect so yeah i did i went off and i asked about that and i think i probably i think i probably felt pretty um vocal mm. I, I think motherhood did that I don't think I was ever so vocal before but mm. when I yeah I, but I didn't have any extra I could have probably done with hitting a birthing thing I could have done with it it's I was um, a bit stressed <laughs> a bit, just a tiny bit I was a bit stressed oh, I was a bit okay. scared it was a like, shame I was scared though, you know like I could have maybe tried not to be as scared yeah but then again you're doing something that yes every you know childbirthing and all the rest of it has been done a million gajillion times before <coughs> i get it but it's yeah. also new to you in like in the experience and in the moment yeah. so it makes sense that there's fear uh hypnobirthing was great at um 
I guess just explaining the different stages to you, understanding what your birthing options and choices are, yeah. um, empowering you to make sure you can actually ask questions to uh, of your, your obstetrician, your midwife, whatever mm. else, like be comfortable doing that. And also when you're in the room, be comfortable knowing that you can ask for things. You can actually take a second and say, no, I want to think about that. Uh, making yeah. sure what your birthing plan was. So if you're in a space where you can't advocate for these things, your partner or whoever's in the room with you can, because this is what you've written down when you yeah. weren't as stressed or when yeah. you weren't yeah. in this heightened situation, etc. So yeah. it was great at making, at least making me feel empowered and that yeah. I had some sort of um, ownership in things. Um, and it was great. I guess for someone like me who's, I guess I am a bit of a planner. I think I like to pretend that I'm not, but I'm definitely a bit of a planner. <laughs> so it was nice to feel like whatever I could control, I've controlled and then the rest I've just got to let go and, and let that yeah. be. Uh, I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes at like week, like 35 or 36. And I was like, oh man, I had this whole pregnancy like fine so and then like <laughs> suddenly i've got this so yeah. obviously like my eating and um, <clears throat> my diet had to be had to change or i had to be more um stringent on certain things <sighs> but um i knew that i didn't want to get induced at all not for me and understanding what the whole process was i was like you know what let my body do what it's designed to do if i can't for whatever reason then we can look at other options mm. but no but after being diagnosed with um gestational diabetes had a meeting with an obstetrician who was very much okay you've got to be induced and I was like yeah but I don't want to be so we're having this conversation and he's letting you know why obviously you know the baby might get too big and this and this and this it might get stuck and this is this he did give the um the numbers of what it would be like it was like one in I forget the end of it. I'm going to say gajillion but it wasn't gajillion but the <laughs> the possibility of that happening yeah. was so small however I need to be aware of it. They need to make sure that their backs are covered. That's not how we said it, but that was essentially the point. You're getting induced. By the end of it, um, the head of midwifery was there and she was like, look, you can book this in. If you don't want to do it, you can change your mind down the line, but you can grab the date. So I grabbed the date. I left the room and my partner was like, I said to him, did I just get talked into something? I was like, well, yeah. So you didn't want to do this at all, but you've left the space with what they'd asked you to do. Yeah. Um, and then we, we talked it through and I was like, I definitely don't want to be induced. I, I want to cancel it. It was a mission to cancel it because everybody kind of, it was almost like, well, no, you've committed to this. So that's, that's it. But I didn't want to leave it and then not turn up because somebody else might have needed the spot. So I was like, yeah, okay, got to get it canceled. Difficult, difficult, difficult. Then I had a meeting with a dietitian because of the GD and um, they were like, well, oh, fine. Like if you're going to cancel it, then fine. But you know, your baby could die. Are you prepared to take that gamble? And I'm sitting there looking at him like, did you what what did you just say to me and then i'm having to then reply with a yes i'm prepared to take that gamble which to me was absolutely one of the scariest things ever because i'm having to say then i'm i'm happy to put my baby in yeah. this position which is yeah. obviously not what you want to do but <clears throat> it was very scary to push back at somebody that would be considered as an authority in this space for that moment yeah. um and then to get it cancelled was still a whole palaver but we got it done in the end but yeah. i was like i can't believe you said that to me yeah and like it's quite it's you. quite brutal it's quite brutal mm. to speak like that i think to someone mm -hmm. in that position that was mad because you're there are so many you know like induction has to happen mm -hmm. sometimes yes it? and but, sometimes it but, does and i it's think true. what was your i'm interested to know like because yeah. i hated the idea of that as well and yeah. i nearly had to have it with my third child okay but like 10 days late 10 days 10 days late, i was walking around tesco's going look look at Look at this. This is never <laughs> happening again. This is never happening again. Like the other two, like in the trolley. I was like, I'd gone never. from going, oh, 
this is so nice. Look at my cute baby's turn. So like, Wah. listen. <laughs> um, this is never happening to me again. Don't look at me. Um, stop feeling sorry for me. I know I'm grey. Oh I was I was really struggling. Anyway, day ten. Mm. I'm in, I'm booked in for an induction. Yeah. And he's he's like gonna be a big chunky baby. Mm. Ended up being the tiniest little kid, but he came out a big chunky baby. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I went into labour naturally hours before I was meant to be induced. But oh, I was okay. so grateful that I never got to it. Now, what is it? Why are we scared of that? Because you were scared. You were so scared of it, or so against the thought yeah. that people were like hurling, you know, like scary talk you, at you. you and know, like, what is that about it? I don't know myself. Like, I understand that <clears throat> sometimes that's just the route you're going to have to take. Mm. And I understand that, hey, some people might actually choose it. Mm. Not a problem. That's cool. When I read up on it or looked into it, I didn't like the, f I didn't like the um, invasiveness of it. Mm -hmm. Your body isn't ready yet. In this country, I think you're, the ideal is for you to give birth, quote unquote, no later than say 40 weeks. Yeah. But the whole gestational period of your pregnancy, I think is meant, is 42. I think in other countries we go to 42 weeks. Mm. They go to 42 weeks, sorry. My last but baby here, went 42. He was yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna like, take as long oh, yeah. as I can I'm in still here. cooking and it's warm and it's, it's safe for that. So here it's 40 weeks, elsewhere it's 42. Um, and I was like, okay, cool, so, they go in there, do a sweep to check it, to try and um, tear through the membranes to get your waters to break. Mm. But it might not be successful in the first try. So you might have to have a sweep a couple of times. Cool. Yeah. And even if that happens, also, it doesn't mean that your um, birthing process is gonna start then and there. No. It might take a couple of days because again, your body isn't ready. Yeah. Cool. So if the sweep doesn't work, then, um, then there's another step. Then there's another step. And then obviously, especially with hypnobirthing, it really does focus a lot on oxytocin and those hormones to kind of help mm. your body be happy, safe, secure, et cetera, for the process to start. Mm. But because your body isn't ready, oxytocin doesn't start. So then you get given a synthetic version of that, which can then um, bring on your labor quite swiftly. So again, you don't really yeah. get that build up as your body would do That's right. if um, it was to follow <clears throat> things naturally. Bearing yeah. in mind, mine didn't have a build up. I did everything in four hours. So I didn't have that at all. There you go. Efficient. Awesome. <laughs> Efficient and intense. Done. So efficient. Right? She's like, no thanks, actually, because induction <laughs> could take a week. A week. And I happen to know. I'm coming in for hours. That I'm gonna do this. Right. In a, you know, within a, sh within a shift. Of course. <laughs> Literally within a shift. That's like one of my monthly accessories. Gonna in and out within a shift. <gasps> my days. So it was kind of like, so one thing happens that triggers another thing to happen, but it's like each way there was some kind of human. Sounds weird to say it that way, but an intervention no. each way, into each, yeah, each way. That's, that's it. So nothing about this felt um, to me. It didn't feel natural. Is not quite the right word organic. I want to use. Oh, there we go. Nothing yeah. was organic about it. So and also nothing about that sounded calm or stress free because no. you're constantly being monitored and watched. If that doesn't work, then the next thing. Yeah, then does this yeah. gel work? Then does this work? Da -da -da. So I was like, do you know what? I don't really want to put myself through that if I don't have to, especially no. if. There's absolutely no reason, and my body hasn't given any indication that it can't do this. Let me give myself the best shot possible, and if not, let me look into what the next step will be, and then we can decide that. Yeah, then we let's can give it a minute. Let's give it rather a minute. than let's take it. Yeah, yeah, you're deciding. No, you're going to give birth today, or we're going to do this induction today, and that's what it is. And it kind of felt like you're trying to make your life easier rather than letting yeah. my body do my own stuff. 
So that's what it's that like was the reason. It's like an invasion began. It's you like, mean? It's it's like, like you were being yeah, no. held at gunpoint to right? make a decision there and then yeah. in that moment. And which that's is, what that felt like. Which, was, which is wild. Unless they yeah. have absolute, you know, cr- it's crucial that there and then that baby has to come out. I think Precisely. that feels a bit of a... I think when you feel a bit bullied into yeah. something, that's a really bad and that was way it. to be feeling. <laughs> and also, that was the only time I felt that way because where I gave birth, the hospital, the people, everyone, phenomenal. Mm. These are the only two moments that I had so I can speak on, neg- quote-unquote, negatively about yeah. it. But again, even though it's, some of it was a bit of a sideways manoeuvre, I, I did feel comfortable semi-fake it to make it confident to say <laughs> my point about why I wasn't going to do this or why, yes, yeah. I was going to do this instead. So that was a bit of a learning and also just mm. being able to, do you know what, stand in your truth of what it is that you want and not don't mm. be afraid to do so. But um, yeah, inductions for me, it's not what I would choose. However, I understand if I needed to, absolutely, yeah. baby comes yeah. first, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's just once they get poking in there, Someone's like, they're not going to stop poking they're until the baby comes stop up. Stop doing the poking. I nope. had a sweep. I had a sweep after my, uh, before my daughter. How was that? Uh, oh. I was going to ask you, what's the most it vivid was, memory of this whole uh, birthing situation? Uh, I feel like I might oh, be Let me sweep. tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> so, <clears throat> my mum said, Do you want me to come? And I was like, uh, Do I? And she was like, uh, If you want. Like, try not to, <laughs> trying not try to, not to say give me any out. feeling to be afraid or yeah. worried. So oh, I was like, yeah. So Mom's I think nice. my dad, I was very lucky. Like my dad took my um, firstborn. Yeah. Uh, it was just a little tot. And um, and we went along. And my mum said, oh, the w- don't, she said something like, so like, when they said, so we're going to have sweet and everything. She was like, my mum's my mum's a retired nurse. Okay, so okay. They're, like, they're like the best and the worst because they have she seen knows. everything. And uh, although this wasn't her like area of expertise, she also had had four children of her own. Like, so there you go. So okay, they leave the room because they go. Okay, we're just gonna, um, we just gotta go and get. I'm just gonna go tell the doctor you're ready and everything. So I'm lying there on the thing, and uh, my mum says. Oh, it'll probably be, you know, don't worry, just brace yourself because it'll probably be some, you know, like old, old bloke who's going to come in and just have to get on with it. And do you know what? It's just business. Like she was okay. trying to convince All right. me. Like, and also I wasn't, I, you know how sometimes someone plants a seed that you hadn't even thought of? Mm. And so my mom was like going, like saying, oh gosh, you know, it probably would just be some old Codger who does this every day, time. like it's yeah. just like part of his job. Don't yeah. get too in your head about this. Mm. He'll come in, boop, 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 put in, you know, his his hand, <laughs> and, yep. and it's all gonna be good. <laughs> and okay. I was, and it'll be fine. Like you know, who cares? Like just another day at work. Yeah, uh, you know, sure, yeah. whatever. So in walks this um, guy mm-hmm. consultant, mm-hmm. really charming, respectful, wonderful. Doctor doing his job, Perfect. not in any way, shape, or form do I feel anything other than just this is this is just. I okay. mean, this isn't particularly pleasant, but this is fine. Yeah. Um, and he says, "I have someone who's training with me." Um, like obviously there is there was also a midwife in the room, so mm-hmm. I was completely. It was all it was all fine, mm-hmm. but oh my goodness, in walks what well, I mean, like. He looked like a sixth former and and I mean I wasn't particularly old, so if I was thinking he looked like a sixth former, he must have looked really, really like a sixth former. Yeah. And 
my mum was in the corner just sniggering. She started sniggering. She couldn't stop laughing. Mom. She couldn't stop laughing because then I had like two quite, oh, I don't know, like young, perfectly pleasantly, yeah. you know, yeah. not old codgers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But I do remember my mum sniggering in the corner and the doctor, <laughs> I remember him perching on the end of the bed and saying, this is a really awkward horrible thing for you i appreciate this yeah because when you're not in the throes of labor those things are quite like um i think something happens when you're throes of labor Mm. it's what happens to your body that it goes into this is absolutely normal that my legs are spread and Mm. that i'm in this situation and Mm -mm. yes you're vulnerable but you are giving birth yeah you're in you have a job to do yeah you know it is labor it is work Mm. Mm. When you're not in that state and somebody has to do that kind of examination, yeah. it does something different in your brain, doesn't it? Because then you're like, <laughs> where do you want me to put my head? Because this is so <laughs> awkward and excruciating and like oh. embarrassing. But he was really great because he actually really put me at ease. Okay. I'm going to go ease. with the word ease. Can I mean, let's ease. go with that. But I think that, you know, I think that's probably a thing as well, isn't it? Like the induction thing, it's like, would you like me to force you your, you to start having a baby? You're like, well, no. Because we're just, we, our bodies are designed to yeah. to do this. And of course, like to push this baby out, of course it needs help sometimes. But also. I get it. Yeah. But can I, can I just choose when I need the help, please? If that's okay, sir. Yeah. Good, sir, please. Is it possible? Please, thank you. Please and thank you. Gah. Sorry, sorry to, sorry to bother Gah. you. <laughs> Yeah, so that was me. I was like, I'm not having an induction. <laughs> it was so funny, but yeah, that was that was that was a tense moment in mm. my moment. What was like your most vivid memory? I don't know if you want to put it as the sweep. Did you have like, do you have a very vivid memory in either all your births or one one particular, whatever? But a vivid memory during birth. The vivid memory mm. that that each. Three, I had three very different pregnancies and I had three, they all were similar in terms of I was able to continually be mobile and I was pretty well throughout them. So that was fortunate. You know, I was very sick with my daughter, but I think, I mean, look, looking at scales of things, I think a lot of people have suffered a lot worse, but I was sick for about 20 weeks with her. All right. right. But then she was the easiest and most lovely birth. So and she's, you know, she's like a little ray of sunshine. So I was like, okay, mm. I forgive you for this. <laughs> <laughs> I love you but, and I forgive but, you. So they were all different. They, they were different in terms of timing yeah. and they were different in terms of um, the actual journey out. Actually, I had to have my waters burst each time. Okay. And they came out in there. Well, they burst their waters as they came. Like, so that's what my kids do. Hey. It's just what my kids do. I don't okay. like what your kids do, but like my oh, kids like cool. to come out like in a splash. <laughs> um, and then the placenta thing. They, so, oh, yes. so that was the same. Okay. So that must just be what my body does. And that was nothing to do with those individual kids. Who knows? Mm. Um, we're not going to go again to find out. That ship as well and truly set sail. So, but I, so so in those terms, mm. it was quite similar. And and uh, and then I guess my most vivid memory mm-hmm. of giving birth, and I I I suppose this is carried across the three of them. Yeah, is feeling the warmth of their little body. Yeah, on the inside of my leg. 
Okay. Because of having to be on the drip for strep B, I had to be on my back. I, well, I probably okay. didn't. I probably could have moved, but I was freaking out about the thing in my hand. And I, I get used to it. So I stayed very still. So painful. Yeah, I stayed very still because I was because that was my own issues. No, it, I get you. People were probably saying you can move if you like, and yeah. I was going, no, no, I need to keep my hand still. Yeah. Um. Oof. So I was probably creating extra issues for myself there. Um. But that feeling mm. was something else like that and that is still in my mind and like mm. I said I have young adults but that is that feeling of the warmth of their little sort of wet body yeah. coming out um, hitting the side of the inside of my leg is a it's just a gorgeous feeling oh. and I can remember that feeling very clearly. Oh, I love that and it's it's just yeah okay. it, it's nothing there's nothing nothing like that would ever feel like that yeah, like it's it's yeah, yeah. and and i i yeah that stayed in my mind very clearly wow, okay. yeah that's incredible yeah. i'm trying to think of the first time i when i touched it that was i yeah. think because i was on kind of like on my knees upright but on my knees i'm yeah. remembering holding the bed and on my yeah, knees she's there. yeah <clears throat> so i could see her i saw her um legs and arms first that's what I could see. And yeah. then obviously I had to turn around and then she was given to me and then she was on my chest. Yeah. Um, so I guess that was the first time I touched her, like held her, touched her. But that must have been so surreal, like feeling them on your leg. I was just, oh, I did, I'd, I hadn't forgotten about that, but I hadn't logged that in my head. It's like a sensation day. rather than, because yeah. I couldn't see them. It's just what I felt. Mm. I felt their presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, physically, like ah. that little back or a little, you know, like a little back yeah, or a little yeah, moving yeah. head. Like just, it's, gosh, it's incredible, wow. isn't it? And yeah. and. Like I always get goosebumps thinking about it, um, and you know, there's nothing, there's nothing huge. There wasn't anything hugely pretty about yeah. about um, my births, but those moments were really, I guess, that moment of immediate feeling of bonding, which mm. again is something I don't take for granted. Yeah. It's not everyone does feel like that. Yeah, but that for me is very much my my takeaway through all of the other bits and bobs that probably were trickier to juggle or anything else that that the birth thing Mm. that remains yeah in that's nice thank you for sharing that that's really lovely how is um all right you're a mama three now you're a creative how how did motherhood impact your creative work creative process mindset all that all of that jazz well I practically, mm. I sort of had to bow out of work okay. a bit in that respect. In that, in the, in the element of putting myself out there, I I started to, I started to teach speech and drama. Okay. And I sort of set up my own business and did that for mm. about ten years. Mm-hmm. All throughout the time, it. I would have liked to have been more. Um, I keep saying back out there, but do you know what I mean? Like actually putting myself out there as yeah. an actor, of course, being available and, and doing things. Yeah. Um, I just found, I found, well, first of all, I started to realise this is going really fast. Mm. And I was the, I took care of them. I, I, you know, I, I had some assistance from my parents, but really it was, I was, it was, it was, 
me and them. My yeah. husband worked very long hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, I'd found myself in this sort of very traditional kind of situation, mm. which um, was just our situation, you yeah. know. Um, the nature of his work was that he was out very early and was back very late. Yeah. And it it was, we kind of tried to tweak that as the, as time went on. But it was me and them. Mm. And I, uh, initially I'd go to things with a baby and a buggy. And uh, again, times have changed dramatically. I mean, even in the last five years, 10 years. So yeah. like 19 years ago, yeah. or, you know, 15 years ago, totally people were looking, also people were kind of like, you know, people can still probably go. You know, what? What are you? Do? Why have you brought a double buggy? But people just we're encouraged to just yeah. actually see everyone as individuals yeah. and not judge every single person's that's decision correct. that they've made, yeah. which is great because um, I think that's wonderful. And yeah. there's so much more support, you know, um, from equity and other um, independent charities that look at how they can make things work yeah. for it's sort of artists and creatives yeah, within exactly. having children, exactly. uh, which is great. And I'm very pleased that that's happening yeah um but they but at the time you know i i had to i felt i felt like i had to do something that kind of worked around their school day and so i i i sort of put things to one side or i worked in evenings and i worked in weekends doing more creative stuff whether that was performing as a singer or but i i wrote a lot as well i wrote when they were asleep and i some of the things i'm working on now are things that I actually sowed the seeds of on notebooks and backs of envelopes. That's really cool. When they were yeah. napping, I yeah. just had a thought or a daydream. So, you know, I I think it, it impacted my career to the point, the career I'm doing now, mm. it, it, it meant I had to think on my feet and change things up. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I wanted to be making more consistent money. So mm-hmm. having my own business gave me that sort of autonomy, but yeah. also I could still take them to school in the morning. I could still pick them up, yeah. you know, predominantly most of the t- time it was me really that was doing that. Um, and, you know, kids do, all they do is just start doing more things. Yeah, <laughs> Just start doing more things. Like, cause then they, then yeah. they might go to a dance class after yeah, school. Yeah, exactly, and, then, right? and then all of that, you're like, that's a juggle. Yeah. And it's still me. It's still on me doing that. And in my life, it was me doing yeah. it. And um, I, so I, I think I, I think a huge part of parenting and a huge part of um, not just being a mother, being a parent at all is acceptance. Mm. And if you kind of accept where you're at, mm-hmm. things are going to pass. Yeah. And you, they're going to get older and things are going to change or you're going to come up with a solution. And you, you, you're all the time thinking on your feet, aren't you? You know, yeah. like juggling. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I, so I did that juggle for, uh, you know, yeah, the best part of 10, 12 years mm-hmm. um, until everyone could get themselves to school by themselves. <laughs> everyone could leave school by themselves yeah. everyone you know yes you know there was still a rugby drop there's yes there was still, it, it never stops you know yeah. um but it it so it, it was a i i pressed pause okay. but that was my i think it was more by it was a choice i made okay. um so i didn't feel robbed because okay. I decided this is what I wanted to do. Mm. Yes, I would love to have had the both things happening all at once, 
but I accepted that maybe only I can have it a bit on yeah. the side. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, I'll do this, what I'll call a day job, mm. and I will allow the other thing to cook along on the side. Yeah. But it did bubble along, and I did keep connections, and awesome. I did... I did do as much as I could in the evenings. I think I was probably running myself into the ground, to be fair, because I was going, tw you know, 24-7 all in. Yeah. And then, you know, my weekends didn't look much like weekends because I was doing other work. Yeah. And then I think it was... I, I feel like I wrung out their childhood dry. I had a great old time. I mm. saw a lot of things. I was at school for nearly everything I could be when That's they amazing. needed me. And... So I feel very fortunate mm. that my plan worked out. Nice. That that okay. was what I wanted. I wanted that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I and I I look back and there was probably other routes and other paths I could have taken in that time, but the one I took was the one I took. Yeah. Everything. And I so I was uh, so I sort of pressed the pause on the things I really wanted to be doing. Okay. Allowed them to leak in until they started to flip so that the day job started to become less and the other yeah. one started to you know, fortunately for me, mm. kick off. Perfect. And that that was really I mean, gosh, how fortunate. I feel very lucky. Yeah. yeah that yeah, yeah. that kind of worked. Yes, I did work hard. Mm-hmm. But there still has to be a tremendous amount of luck in that for things to just align in the things right. to align. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows what it is, but it um, to get to the point now where where really I have two kids who are going off to university in yeah. September, um, and someone who's starting sixth form <laughs> in September. <laughs> You know, there's people who drive, who I gave birth to. <laughs> they drive, they can vote, they can, you know, amongst them, you know, this is adulthood is, is here-ish and, you know, here. <laughs> here and ish. One question I try to ask everyone is, I kind of find that once baby has arrived, Every mom seems to start a new project. Did you start a new project? And did you start a new project per child? <laughs> I ran out of time when I had the other two. Okay. But when I had my first baby, I did sign up to a creative writing course. Oh, there we go. I signed up to a creative writing course because I thought, you know, gosh, I could write so much stuff, so many wonderful things. Got I could it. write a whole book. I could mm -hmm. write a chapter. Every single night, my baby goes down. <laughs> Every time my baby goes for a nap, yes. I mean, maybe mm. I won't wash up. Maybe I just won't wash the dishes. I didn't won't have a dishwasher. Maybe I should just, like, write a chapter of a book did that happen? No, it didn't. <laughs> did I pay a subscription to a creative writing course that yes, I, I did. think, did I ever do anything other than attend maybe two of the sessions? No, I did not. Ah. Uh, yeah, so creative writing. Oh, no, I've just forgotten the whole thing. I set up a baby gift business. Oh, actually. did you? Yeah, I just remembered. That's so weird. <laughs> this is great. This is like... Um, you know, you get uh, taken back in time. Exactly. I'm seeing nappies. Oh They're made gosh. into a cake. I had a, I got gifted at a baby shower. Yeah. I've got some, just the best mates. And yeah. they threw me this baby shower. Um, they threw me a baby shower for my first kid. And then I think they were like, oh, God, we're going to have to do it each time. <laughs> and uh, they did. They honoured that, and, oh, uh, which I'm very grateful for. So wonderful. Still very, very good friends of mine yeah. now. They're my drama school gang. Love that. And they... Um, one of them gave me 
uh, a nappy cake, which is like okay, a, yeah. a cake that's tiered, yeah. that's made out of just nappies rolled yeah. up, basically. And this is like, you know, as well, like, these are disposable nappies. Mm. <clears throat> um, and with all the little baby stuff around it that was decorated to look like a cake. Yeah, Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. It's like yeah, a three-tiered yeah, yeah. cake. Yeah. Anyway, and there was a bottle in the top. Did it, did Anyway. <laughs> I was like, I can do that. I took it apart and I was like, I can do that. I can make one of these. So, um, yeah, I worked with um, one of the mums I'd met through um, the baby groups. Yeah. She was a marketer. We had a big, we had some, oh big, my we had some big contracts. Did and you? Like, I made them all. So it was How so incredible. crazy. And so I did do that. I've just remembered. I've just got an image of me balancing these ridiculously big boxes <laughs> on a double buggy as I went down office. the road to the post office. Yeah, so I've never really been able to sit very still. Mm. So I, so yes, I did have a project called There you go. Uh, that all came to a bit of an abrupt end, but do you know what? It was probably a blessing in disguise because that, <laughs> that was hard. That was hard work. Wow, well, there you go. Honestly, I'm just finding everyone started a new business. Every every single mom I've spoken to, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Because me too, I just, I've just i written a children's book. It's now being illustrated. Wow, um, that's amazing. I never in a million years saw myself doing that. I had no need, reason, want to do at all. But then um, I was with my little one and I was on my phone. I was playing with her, stopped on my phone, and she looked this is the first time I'd actually seen her do this. I was on my phone. I could hear her trying to get my attention. I was like, oh, let me just finish the sentence, whatever else. And she actually, like, put her hands on my shoulder and turned her face to me to kind of really <laughs> get in my line of sight. It was the cutest thing I'd ever seen. But in the moment, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so terrible. My kid had to, like, fight for my attention. Oh, my God, why? Hi, Mom. I know. I was put like, down, how could I? And I was like, oh, my gosh. But what's going to happen, you know, in time to come when I'm busy doing this, this, and this? Mm. I don't ever want her to feel neglected or mm. um that i'm not thinking about her and so it just spurred off this idea of me writing something it was meant to be just for her that you know my mommy mom loves you mommy loves you um and i was like oh my gosh imagine how many parents or mums who feel this way or have these moments as well where they are pursuing the things that they are and they do have a worry or a thought that shit what if my kid doesn't feel as though I'm present or that I don't love them or I'm not paying them enough attention because mm. I'm trying to do this thing for us. Mm. And that's kind of where the book idea kind of came to be and off I went writing. So that's my new project. So I'm glad cool. I've finished the project. It's getting illustrated. And I am going to self-publish because publishing it's companies amazing. and me are not friends right now. But um, no, they, oh, no. they have no idea. They, they, they right? really need to get in on that. Totally. Sorry, my head's also stuck on the bloody wall. <coughs> no, but um, it's just more like understanding in this day and age where things like um, social media numbers and that kind of stuff is very important because apparently the children children's book, that area of writing is just filled or saturated with a lot of celebrity writers or influencer writers that type of thing so mm. if your numbers i mean that's what i've been told guys what i've been told if your numbers aren't raging and ridiculous it's mm. kind of like well can you really shift x amount of numbers that are needed um in your book sales and stuff Gosh, that's interesting, apparently isn't it? that's what i've been told wow. so i'm like okay not surprising but yeah i will self-publish so um in any case i'm glad that the project started it's finished it's Good now being you. painted in and then off it goes so yeah that's, that's my project. so cool i did not so know random. that that's really lovely stuff so, that's really so, funny. Well, so well done so you thanks, finished thanks, your thanks, thing so but you started I the whole business I st well i did but i mean it was it was it may have come to an end <laughs> but it started and it 
it went on and you had big contracts as you said I love that it's yeah, making you crack up though it's making me crack up because it's really funny because I just I can't believe I forgot and have... it was such a big it was such a big deal because I was like I'd have to go and get the cake bases oh my goodness I I, I... <laughs> look it was good. It was a. It was. A, it was a time. It was a time. There you go. I was so in the zone. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Is what. I do. What is that about wanting to start new things? It's. It's trying to keep a hold of your life. Mm. It's trying to keep the reins on your life. You know. You want to be like. I'm gonna be. I want to. Mm. I think we kind of want to be everything. And yeah. like we. We know we can't. Not everyone can be everything all of the time. It's mm. actually impossible. <laughs> but it's that feeling of don't you forget me. I'm I might be it. over here breastfeeding this baby. But I can. But oh boy, can you will. see like do you see how much money I can make? Do you see how I can do this? You see how my brain is still really <laughs> sharp. It's that. It's it's I I'm still on it and I'm still here mm. and I'm still and I'm still present in the world. Mm. Um I think that's what it is, isn't it? That burning desire. Oh, and of course, you know, the reality is that people have to just go back to work as well. People have to yeah. earn some money. And that whole thing, I don't know what, I don't know who said this quote, but yeah. it's that thing where they say, someone says, I've seen it quoted, you have to be at work like you don't have children oh, wow. and you have to bring up children like you don't have a job okay so it's like okay. one it. it's like as a as as a as a parent as a mm. mother you know that that need you know that there's that that pressure on you within a workplace mm. to actually leave all of that at the door which we yeah. know as mothers is impossible. incredibly difficult thing to yeah. do yeah so not impossible it's, it <clears throat> is difficult it's true it's yeah but it's it and yeah. it is hard and 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 i yeah, I think I used to, I, I sort of describe my kids getting older as when they were little, yeah. they were here, like like my hand is in front of my face. Like mm. whatever I, whatever I was trying to do, I had to like look around them mm. because their their presence in my mind was right there, mm -hmm. screamingly in, in my sort of face planting. Yeah. And as they got older, it's not that that went away, it's that the hand just moves slowly up your mm. head mm. and so that they start to just be always there but maybe they're just on the side now Got you. like so you can see really clearly but. and there's more and more clarity and they might pop into your vision because mm. there's something going on with them and you're worried about them okay but as they grow in in age and independence that 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 vision becomes i think clearer but that takes a long time to yeah. happen and I think, you know, there's a huge amount of pressure for us as mothers to go, can you stop thinking about your child for a second? Because yeah. I'm talking to you about this, these figures or this... Or whatever the thing might be. You yeah, know, this true. till that you've got to, you know, operate yeah. or whatever job you're doing, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, My gosh, which is it's why... It's a lot. Yeah, it is. I'm <clears> super grateful for being able to work in a space where they try to incorporate your childcare or your needs yeah, to make sure you so can still yeah. function as the parent that you want to be in the way that they can they can manage so i'm i'm i think that's definitely something i'm grateful for because i didn't know how this space was going to work i didn't mm. know what it would look like being a self-employed individual being a creative and raising a child in the way that i would want to raise my kid um and my partner's also a creative um i didn't know how i didn't know what it would look like i knew it was going to happen and i knew mm. it was going to work and i knew what i was going to 
ask for but I didn't know if I would get a yes at the end of it mm. so from my agents how um uh, what's the word how accommodating they've been to casting to um my goodness to productions I I've been pleasantly surprised each way and I love that how everyone's trying to make this a norm in some way shape or possible and I know it might not be um possible for everyone or every production mm. whatever but the fact that they're oh you're breastfeeding okay we can create this space or have this in mind or give you these hours or whatever mm-hmm. so that's been that's been incredible so yeah, long amazing. may it continue or let, yeah, uh, good. let me use it how I can good I mean it's just right isn't yeah. it it's yeah. just right yeah. this is inclusivity this is yeah. everyone regardless of their situation yeah. should have equal opportunity yeah and that's it that goes for you know if you have to then you know a small person <laughs> yeah a small person who's like small We're person here. not going yeah. anywhere and that's it yeah. um is it possible to say what is your do you have a biggest love a biggest takeaway and have you had a bigger struggle what would you say that's a terribly poor constructive sentence that's a lot there. but or even if you want to pick one from that do you have a biggest love biggest takeaway biggest or biggest struggle from all things motherhood that's terrible. Honestly, no, sometimes not. when it's I speak not. English, it's, it's very right. questionable. It's, it's no, but, no. Uh, I I hear you. I understand. You. It's just a lot. It's a lot to think it. about. That's my that. that's my <laughs> pausing. I'm not I'm not thinking she needs to make a better question. Just a clearer sentence. I mean, if you like, think nope. you need to make a new question, sometimes I do, but I'm like, no, Rachel's what we said. We're gonna run with it. Um, <laughs> I suppose. I mean, it's a three. So struggle, love, love, takeaway, struggle, struggle, takeaway, love. In whichever order you want to do. Yeah. I think the biggest struggle is mm. the the very thing that I said is probably the most important thing. It's just to just accept mm. situations as they are because sometimes you need to just accept. Yes, there's things that need to change sometimes in your life, but as a mother, mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to accept. And when you accept, you give it over. You mm. don't stress. My baby is now in my bed. Mm. tonight we will sleep like this yeah you know or they've been sent home from school i've got to go and get them it means i've missed x y and z let it go Mm. that's good let it go yeah because there is there isn't there's very little you can do about these things yeah so i think acceptance learning to accept that Mm. is a struggle but also probably a great takeaway yeah um, because it's not always easy to do, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. you know to be like, oh, why can't you pull your weight more to your partner, or mm. if you're not got a partner, I mean, you know, the person you might rely on, a friend, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's all a little bit out of your control, isn't it, those things? Yeah. So just, you just have to let it go, um, because they're separate entities, aren't they? At the end of the day, yeah, they ki- You've had you've had them, and then off they go. Yeah, and all sorts of things can happen, and mm-hmm. you have to just ride their wave with them mm. for them and mm. you know you have to accept accept yeah. whatever stage you're at um that's Ooh, a takeaway and it's one. a struggle <laughs> it's a takeaway and it's a struggle um uh, relent you know relinquishing control yeah. because we can't always have control Ooh. um but then the greatest love and joy is mm. to see sort of the fruits of your labor like yeah. you know you it sounds a bit. It's it, look. I I worked really hard mm. on bringing up my kids, 
and I am so I punch the air <laughs> when forget whether they get a good grade or not at school. If they do, they do. They're all wired differently. Yeah. Like yes, that's true. So I don't really like yeah, that's great. But I always wanted my kids to be the ones that someone wanted to have as their child's friend. The mm. kid that someone would okay. like to have round for dinner at their house. Yeah. The kid that is polite and kind. Um, and so when my children act uh, with kindness and consideration, mm. when I see their emotional intelligence and and all of those things, the things that schools don't teach children. Got you. When you see those things that you know must have had something to do with something you did at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that feels so incredible. And that the, the love for me is to see them becoming their own individual selves. That's incredible. With that lump that you threw in there mixed mm. with what they brought to the world themselves because yeah, they're yeah. all just individuals, aren't they? Um, that's my greatest love and my greatest joy and mm. will probably, hopefully, you know, forever will be the case as long as I'm here yeah. to see whatever paths they take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, 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 yeah, it's just a wonderful thing to see those little tiny hands that oh, you've got now, these gosh, little tiny hands yeah. become like, you know. Man hands. Man hands on a steering wheel. Or, you know, yeah, like, sort of, like taking you to drop you at the station and being oh like, do you want me God. to come pick you up? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you, man child. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and, and, but, and to have those conversations mm. and to hear them assessing life in a way that makes me feel proud. Yeah. They're my greatest joys, I think. Um, awesome. Yeah. And that, that can that can only happen in time as they yeah. get older, but it's those little pops of little bit of pride, you know. You go, this is, that's my they're, they're my children. <laughs> that feels nice. Oh, amazing. Well, on that incredibly wonderful note, I think we'll call it. That's Thank you really, so much for oh. having me to sit and talk about my pride and joy. No, absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, no. I've also learned so much, and that's the I have to say, doing this podcast, I'm just loving. The things, the tips, and the information, and and all the stuff that I'm getting from this because I'm finding it so helpful and so useful. So I'm hoping to everyone who's listening that you're getting something and some takeaways and and stuff from from what people are sharing the stories that are being told. Yeah, so thank yeah. you. So and I much. think this is a wonderful thing yeah. you're doing as well because mm. you know, like we all know this, right? But mm. if you're asking yourself, "Am I being a good mother?" Mm. You're being a good mother. Mm. Like <laughs> if you. If you realise and understand, like, yeah. this will take some work. I will have to grow. Oh, yeah. I am going to have to, you know, yeah, grow and yeah. learn and, and be open to learning about things. Mm. Then, of course, you're going to be a good mother. Like, everyone's got their own relationship with their own kids. Yeah, that's true. It's it's so, yeah, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited. Yay. You're at the start of this journey. I, uh, you know, you're yeah. a year in, level one. No, no, level one. Level one completed. Woo! Beep, beep, What's beep. next? We're, we're now getting she's now starting to walk she took a couple of steps on her birthday and hasn't taken any more and I feel like you're just teasing me and yeah. she said she said a few words like clear words with intention nice and when you ask her to say again she just like giggles at you like I'm not gonna do it because you asked she's me like, to don't be ridiculous so it's now um, I'm locked in for level two so I'm, I'm excited to see what's what's Super gonna excited. unfold thank you for having me thank it's you Eliza lovely <laughs>
loves, before we sign off, just a quick note to remind you that everything shared on this episode is based on personal research and personal experiences, lived experiences. I hope we were able to give you some food for thought, but please make sure you conduct your own research and speak to your healthcare professional if you have any questions or concerns. Okay, with love, catch you on the next one.